0: The following Mark's Daily Apple article was written by Mark and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. Why, some like it hot. We've explored the health benefits of cold exposure and cold water exposure, but what about heat? I decided to explore the health benefits of acute heat exposure in the form of saunas, baths, and steam rooms for one main reason. The sauna is a near-universal human tradition, and I'm always curious about those. Indigenous peoples of North America had the sweat lodge. Those of Central America had the tamazcal. The Romans had the thermae, which they picked up and refined from the Greeks. And other famous traditions include Finnish saunas, Russian banyas, Turkish hamams, Japanese sento, or the natural spring-fed onsen, and the Korean jimjilbang. Are all these many billions of people across time and space sitting in heated rooms for the heck of it? As popular as it is to deride traditional wisdoms and practices as outdated, irrelevant, or the delusions of superstitious primitives, traditions don't arise out of nothingness. And when the same or similar tradition arises in nearly every culture and People ever known, it's time to pay attention and dig deeper. Universal human traditions don't always harbor truth and insight into the human mind, body, and condition, but they're always worth checking out. Confirm before you discard. Luckily, we don't have to guess. Extensive research into the health benefits of saunas, steam baths, IR saunas, and other forms of acute heat exposure confirms that the human universal of getting really, really sweaty, hot, and steamy on purpose has merit. The latest piece of sauna research concerns something we're all thinking about. All-cause mortality. Researchers tracked the health of sauna habits of 2,315 Finnish men with a median age of 53 for over 30 years, finding remarkable correlations between sitting in a really hot room with a bunch of naked men and protection from fatal heart attacks. Men who used the sauna two to three times a week had a 23% lower risk of fatal heart attack compared to men who used it just once a week. Men who used the sauna four to seven times a week had a 48% reduced risk of fatal heart attack compared to the once a weekers. The more frequently men used the sauna, the greater the protection. Similar connections were found for all cause mortality, too. This was observational, of course, and the researchers themselves state that further research is required to identify a potential mechanism for the protective effects. What could be going on? Let's look at what happens when you enter a 174 degree Fahrenheit or 80 degrees Celsius sauna. First, receiving between 300 to 600 watts per meter squared, your skin heats up to around 41 degrees Celsius or 105 degrees Fahrenheit. Second, this initiates compensatory cooling, which your body achieves through profuse sweating at a rate of 0.6 to 1 kg per hour. Third, sweating can give off 200 watts of heat, but this isn't enough to offset the total heat load. Your insides start to heat up. And fourth, your core body temperature rises. 30 minutes at 80 degrees celsius, or 174 degrees fahrenheit, the typical temperature of saunas raises an adult's body temperature by 0.9 degrees celsius. For all intents and purposes, this is really stressful. Our bodies don't want to get hot, that's why we have mechanisms in place to prevent overheating, like sweating. But our bodies also don't want to exercise too much or go without food. It doesn't mean those aren't good for us in the right doses. And the same goes for temporary overheating. So yes, sauna usage is stressful. After an initial drop in cortisol, it transiently increases sympathetic nervous system activity, the fight-or-flight side of things. Stress hormones increase as the temperature and your body temperature rises. And by the end of a 30-minute session, cortisol is markedly elevated, particularly in women. This isn't a surprise. Intense exercise also raises cortisol in the short term. And, like regular exercise, longer-term sauna usage, daily for four weeks in one study, actually reduces stress hormones. It's a classic hormetic response where acute doses of the stressor increase oxidative stress and provoke a compensatory adaptation by the organism. How does this translate into better health? First, oxidative stress. Oxidative stress describes an imbalance between the burden of a reactive oxygen species and the body's ability to deal with them. Whether it's Alzheimer's, atherosclerosis, diabetes, depression, or cancer, your oxidative burden plays a likely causative role. We have several well-known tools at our disposal for lessening the burden, like exercise, good sleep, smart supplementation, meditation, and others. But targeted heat stress can also help lower oxidative stress in both sick and healthy people. Lower urinary prostaglandins. In patients with established risk factors for heart disease, daily sauna therapy for 15 minutes at 60 degrees Celsius in an infrared sauna for two weeks lowered urinary levels of oxidative stress biomarkers. Endothelial function also improved in the sauna group. Increased antioxidant capacity. After initially increasing oxidative stress, sauna therapy triggered compensatory adaptations and activated antioxidant defenses in the blood of healthy volunteers. Decreased oxidative stress in chronic heart failure. Patients, and some hamsters, with chronic heart failure underwent infrared sauna therapy at 60 degrees Celsius daily for four weeks. After the trial, markers of oxidative stress had dropped and endothelial function had improved. Improved Lipid Profiles In both men and women, sauna use lowers LDL and triglycerides while increasing HDL. Improved Insulin Sensitivity Sauna use increases insulin sensitivity. Physical Performance A large body of sports science shows that heat acclimatization, increased heat tolerance, allows athletes to perform better in high heat environments and increase their work output while reducing their overall metabolic, cardiovascular, and muscular strain. One way to increase heat acclimatization is to train in hot weather, another is with regular use of saunas. Post-workout sauna sessions improve endurance performance in runners. For three weeks, endurance runners sat in 89 degrees Celsius, plus or minus two degrees, humid saunas for 31 minutes following training sessions. This amounted to an average of 12.7 sauna sessions per runner. Relative to control of no sauna, sauna use increased time to exhaustion by 32%. Plasma cell volume by 7.1%, and red cell volume by 3.2%. Both plasma cell and red cell volume are markers of increased endurance performance. Post workout sauna use increases plasma volume in male cyclists. Following training sessions, cyclists sat in 87 degrees Celsius, 11% humidity saunas for 30 minutes. Just four sessions were sufficient to expand plasma volume. This is important because increasing plasma volume improves heat dissipation, thermoregulation, heart rate, and cardiac stroke volume during exercise. Next, growth hormone. Exogenous growth hormone is a popular and potent anabolic agent, increasing whole-body protein synthesis and promoting muscular hypertrophy and fat loss. It's well known that intense exercise, fasting, and a good night's sleep can all naturally increase growth hormone levels, but there's another lesser-known method, sauna usage. Several studies show the powerful effect heat stress can have on growth hormone levels. A 1976 study found that Finnish sauna usage increased growth hormone 140% over baseline. In 1986, a group of Finnish researchers subjected 10 healthy men to twice-daily, hour-long sauna sessions for 7 days. On day 3, serum growth hormone had increased 16-fold over baseline levels. A 1989 study examined the growth hormone response to varying sauna dosages, finding upwards of 5-fold increases in growth hormone. There's even evidence that you actually can sweat out the toxins in a sauna, contrary to conventional wisdom. Sweat, along with blood, urine, and probably tears, contains bioaccumulated toxins. BPA shows up in sweat too, even when it doesn't show up in blood or urine. Same goes for certain phthalate compounds and their metabolites. Sweat has also been shown to contain arsenic and lead in exposed individuals. So if acute heat exposure makes you sweat profusely and various toxins show up in that sweat heat exposure might be helping you clear some of those out. Whether that's in a dry sauna or in a class full of slippery Bikram yoga practitioners, it's probably getting rid of some industrial toxins you've inevitably accumulated. Still, that's indirect evidence. Do we know if using saunas can actually eliminate toxins from the body? Mm, Maybe. In one case report, repeated use of a sauna normalized mercury levels in a person with elevated concentrations. And when meth lab-busting police officers with chronic illnesses caused by high exposure to methamphetamine production chemicals tried sauna therapy, they experienced significant improvement. The human studies are impressive, but animal studies suggest other effects from sauna therapy, like increased blood flow and blood vessel formation in diabetic mice, enhanced mitochondrial adaptations to endurance exercise in skeletal muscle, increased mitochondrial biogenesis in muscle, more mitochondria, more energy production and utilization, and enhanced muscle growth, plus reduction in muscle wasting during disuse. I wouldn't be surprised if similar mechanisms are in place for us humans, too. By now, you're probably convinced. Sauna sessions aren't just enjoyable, they're functional. So, what are your options? Dry sauna. The dry sauna is the most traditional and common form of sauna, using exclusively dry heat. Most saunas you see are dry ones, and most research focuses on them. Dry saunas are typically between 160 to 194 degrees Fahrenheit. The next is a steam sauna. It's a sauna with steam. Steam saunas are more uncomfortable and raise your body temperature to a greater degree than dry saunas, but you may have trouble sticking around long enough to get the same benefits you would from the dry sauna. Third, infrared sauna. Instead of heating the air, infrared saunas use infrared lamps to heat your body directly. The temperatures are significantly lower, around 120 to 130 degrees Fahrenheit, than dry or steam saunas. An infrared sauna therapy known as Waiyan is used in Japan to treat heart failure, peripheral arterial disease, cardiovascular disease, and fibromyalgia, and it can even improve exercise tolerance. Infrared radiation may also improve wound healing. Now, don't get stuck in limbo trying to optimize your sauna choice. Just getting into a sauna, any sauna, and getting really, really hot is the key. Regular use, at least once a week and ideally more frequently, is better than infrequent use. Contraindications? Well, alcohol. Never drink alcohol before or during a sauna stint. This increases the risk of dying, which you don't want. Many sauna-related deaths involve intoxication. Multiple sclerosis Although the changes are transient and totally reversible, sauna usage has been shown to worsen MS patients' cognitive function and motor control for about an hour. Another contraindication is for strength athletes. Owing to the effects on plasma volume, growth hormone, and insulin sensitivity, sauna therapy is likely going to be beneficial for strength athletes. Immediately prior to training or competition, however, the sauna may have mixed effects. In male athletes, strength endurance and 1 rep max leg press drop in response to pre-workout sauna use. 1 rep max bench press is unaffected. Maximum power vertical leap improves. Another study found that in female athletes, but not in males, maximum power decreases after sauna use. It's probable that these performance disturbances are caused by dehydration, so rehydrating after sauna use might restore performance. It goes without saying, but be careful. Heat stress is, well, stressful. If you think you're getting too warm, you probably are and should get out. Heat stroke can happen without warning. Keep something refreshing to drink on hand in case you get wobbly. Coconut water, mineral water, regular water with a pinch of sea salt are all great ways to maintain hydration when losing a ton of water. That's it for today, everyone. Do you use a sauna? If so, what kind? What have you gained from it? Any miraculous stories? Tell me about it over at MarksDailyApple.com or at iTunes. Thanks for listening. Safeguard your health with the most comprehensive all-in-one nutritional supplement on the planet. Primal Nutrition's Damage Control Master Formula. Forget mixing and matching with multiple bottles of individual agents. Now you can just take a single packet of the most potent and optimally balanced multivitamin, multimineral, antioxidant formula available on the market. Enjoy complete immune system, cardiovascular, memory, nerve, bone, liver, and anti-stress support, and much more. With 51 research-proven ingredients, Damage Control Master Formula helps you combat oxidative damage in every cell and every system in your body, and shore up any dietary shortcomings with complete protection. Order Damage Control Master Formula today at primalblueprint.com, and check out the incredible free shipping offer for our convenient and custom-designed auto-ship program. I'm